1: One minutes away from the weekend here on News Radio 9:30 WBEN. Thank you so much for joining me this Friday morning. It is Joe Beamer with you, right up until Rush Limbaugh takes over at noon. We are talking about the statues, not only the Christopher Columbus statue that went down this morning here in Buffalo, but across the nation. And if you're just joining us, let me start off by saying I don't wanna. Fake outrage. I don't want anyone to think that I'm overplaying this. I couldn't care less if a statue is there or not. I mean that, and I know that ticks a lot of people off. Uh, I, I like I said when I first said it. I'm sure someone threw coffee at the radio. I'm sorry. That's just me. That's probably the millennial in me. But what does upset me is when angry mobs take it into their own hands. They call their buddies at 2 in the morning, and they rip down statues and throw them into the lake, or just rip down statues. And then you have elected leaders, and I use that term as loosely as I can, elected leaders make excuses for them. You have elected leaders say things like this. Any statue that goes up, it should only intend to stay there for a generation. I mean, again, you want the statue down. You know, if I wanted a statue down, which I never would, okay, I would never look at a statue as anything more than, oh, look at that, and then maybe read what, what's on the plaque of the statue. That's it. That's it. Now, where I will take a 180 is historical sites, and I saw this article this morning about Gettysburg, and there are, again, I'm going to use the term loosely, elected leaders that want the monuments in Gettysburg. Taken down. Say what you want about uh, Confederate monuments in the South, in Richmond, in Mississippi. Uh, Say what you want, okay? And let uh, let the leaders of those states figure that out. But in Gettysburg, we're talking about a historical site. You go there to learn about the Battle of Gettysburg. You have monuments that were paid for by veterans of the Union and Confederate armies. Those are pieces of history. And like I keep saying, and I'm sure someone on the text board will say, stop repeating yourself. But as I keep saying, just because these monuments, again, paid for by veterans of the Civil War. Just because they stand at a place like Gettysburg it doesn't mean that we're proud of that moment of history. I don't think anyone looks back on their Civil War and say they're proud that it came to that. Now, we may have pride in the outcome of that war. And the lessons we learned from that war, of course. You know, there are parts of history we are not proud of. We are proud that we were able to right the wrong. But we learned lessons in the Civil War. We learned lessons from the fall of the Confederacy. Taking down those monuments at a place like Gettysburg does you no good. And again, I have the line wide open. People who want those statues down, what do you gain? What now? Statues down, what now? What did you gain from it? So no, I'm not going to sit here and tell people that I'm, oh my gosh, these statues, they have to stay up. I'm I'm not. I'm not going to give you that. But I am going to ask, what do you gain now? What now? Now there's a patch of grass, a patch of dirt. What now? What do you gain? And for Assemblyman Sean Ryan, who says, these monuments, these statues, they should only be there for a generation. Okay, so can we start going through cemeteries? And if someone's been there for only a generation, start replacing the cemetery? Is that the next move? Well, that tombstone was only supposed to be there for a generation. And, And like Terry said, it starts with statues. It starts with, hey... We were able to pressure this county into getting rid of these monuments and statues. Well, what's next? Eventually, it's not going to be monuments and statues. Eight oh three oh nine thirty 930 star 930. There it is. Stop repeating yourself. I knew, I knew we'd get that text. 716-803-0930. Let's go to Dawn in Buffalo. Don, good morning. Good
2: morning. For me, this isn't a black-white issue. Uh, goes deeper than that, but what's going on right now is disgusting, the idea that a mob can just tear down something that collectively we agreed to put up. That's criminal. But going to the Confederacy, they were traitors. They were not Americans. They seceded from the Union. They became Confederates, and Union soldiers died to make sure that flag would not fly at any state house. And so if they want to keep those statues up, I want them to say what those people really were, traitors. Keep every statue and put a plaque on it that says traitor, believed in slavery, believed in rape, pillage, and all the rest. Because the southern states, that is why they went to war. Because we decided as a collective, slavery wasn't happening anymore. Don't – You want my ancestors –
1: to put up with the fact that there are bases named after these traitors. But Don, do you want? But it's a piece of history you still need to have taught, right? So if you do, if and I'm fine if, if that's if that's what you want to do is put a plaque. But if the statue goes down, what do you gain? I guess is my question. Why all of a sudden now are we trying to get these statues down?
2: About why those statues went up. They did not go up after the Civil War. They went up when Jim Crow was enacted to intimidate Blacks in the South and to remind them of who actually was in charge. They went up again, and believe it or not, in the 20s, up to the Civil Rights Movement to do the same exact thing. These, these are not just simple statues. And I personally, um, I don't believe in slavery. I don't believe in hurting people. So personally, I believe at the bottom of these statues, it should say what they are, Robert E. Lee, traitor disgrace to America keep your statue but tell the truth you can have a confederate flag at home but if it flies anywhere legal in the United States you are a traitor because that's what that flag stands for you went up against the United States you wanted it destroyed and you wanted it to become the confederacy and you lost so you're also losers
1: all right Don in Buffalo uh, given the other side. And we said, hey, we'd like to hear 803 So she says, keep the statues up, but say what they were, put traitor on the statue. She also said she's not a fan of slavery. Uh, it's 2020. I don't think any of us are fans of slavery. And again, I don't think we look back on our history when slavery was accepted and say, we're proud of that. Of course not. Of course we're not proud of that. It's, you know, a, a lesson learned in the Civil War, but no one's proud of that part of history. It's, it's, it's an ugly mark on our history that, you know, there was a time when slavery was accepted in this country. And no, we're not proud of that history, but I think you have to teach that history. And you have to say how we got here, how we got to where we are now. And that's a part of it. The Civil War was a part of it. And yeah, if you want to tear down the statues in the south of Confederate soldiers, be my guest. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. But Gettysburg, I just don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. Those are those are pieces of history. Like I said, a lot of those paid for by veterans of the Union and Confederate uh, military. Those are pieces of history. Again, might not be proud of it, but those are pieces of history in a site that is built around the battle of gettysburg. uh 8030930 star 930 you know what jim let's go to one more call and then we'll uh we'll go to go to the break because bob in north tonawanda has been hold on hold for a while so bob the floor is yours.
3: thanks beamer hey first of all let me congratulate you on your anniversary of your
1: show uh love it uh, keep it up. oh thank you bob i appreciate it.
3: Yeah, I I just wanted to say that I'm a pro-statue guy. I think they represent the democratic values of the founding fathers, uh, that we should embrace them, and uh, we should rejoice in the Americans who set a strong foundation for our nation and a democracy that we should be so proud of. So I don't know, you talk about Sean Ryan, but you know what Governor Cuomo actually called the destruction of these statues? He called it a healthy expression of people saying, let's get some priorities here, and let's remember the sin and mistake that this nation made, and let's not celebrate it. Beamer, it's a crime, and I feel the same way you do. It's an encouragement of mob rule, destruction of public property in an effort to erase our history. I say we need to rejoice in those who had the courage to place their lives on the lines for their beliefs. For thirty years I served with men and women who at great peril to themselves defended this great nation and the ideals that it was founded on. And it you know it's absolutely a shining light to those who face tyranny and oppression today. And those who want to destroy these statues, they should remember that these people that we emulate desire the best for all of us. They have to understand the founding of the United States and its challenges. And like we face today, we should honor those who made it a great democracy we have. And uh, I want to just say, forget the petitions. Tell people to go to the voting booth and vote for the people they want to best represent them. And I think uh, those people that want to tear down the statues and, and don't care about our history should be voted out of office.
1: Thanks for your time, Bob. Thank you. And thanks for the compliment. That's Bob in North Tonawanda. Yeah. You know, again, that's where I stand. I'm I'm not going to say, oh, these statues are so important or, yeah, we have to keep up all these statues. And I'm not going to say what they're doing in the South, taking Confederate statues down. You're not going to hear me get upset about that because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to fake that I'm upset. I'm upset when mobs can take over. And Bob, thank you so much for reminding me of the of the um, Cuomo comment. You know when mobs can just go rip down statues, and you have these elected leaders, mostly on the left side of the aisle, that say, "Oh, that's fine, that's fine." Governor Cuomo said it was a healthy expression. Sean Ryan said, "Up, oh, these are only supposed to be up for a generation." Take your statue down. Get get a, get the petition, or as Bob said, go vote. But to take matters into your own hands, and then to have our leaders make an excuse for that—that's where I become outraged. Now, I'd like to know from you. I seem to have hit a button with all of you. I'm. Can't wait to take your calls after this break. 803 0930 star 930. It's Joe Beamer. It is Friday, almost one year of the Friday show, and I am so happy to be here with you on WBEN. It's Joe Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We are talking about statues going down all over the country, and you might wonder, hey, why are you talking about that today? Well, this morning it was announced that in an agreement between the city of Buffalo, And the Federation of Italian American Societies of Western New York agreed to remove the Columbus statue. It is now in the possession of the Federation, and they will announce where that is moving at another time. On top of that, Columbus Park is now or will be renamed Italian Heritage Park, and Columbus Day will be Italian Heritage Day. So if you missed all that, that happened at the end of the 8 o'clock hour. And into the beginning of this show and uh, seems people want to talk about it. And I am glad to talk about that with you. So let's get right back into the calls and we will go to CJ in Buffalo. CJ, good morning. Oh,
4: good morning to you. Um, i got two comments. Okay. um, I'd like to comment on an earlier caller. Um, I believe her name was Dawn and she's absolutely read her history Um, The majority of Confederate statues were erected decades after the Civil War, and that was just to enforce uh, Jim Crow laws. So there's really no reason to keep them. And my second comment is for um, taking down the Columbus statue in Buffalo. And maybe the time has passed to erect statues for humans, because we are all flawed in one way or another, and we can never please everybody. But maybe, maybe a beautiful olive tree would be a great statue because the olive tree is the national
1: tree of Italy.
4: So I'm just throwing that out there for all your listeners.
1: Hey, CJ, uh, you know, I'm not going to argue with um, if Confederate statues should go down or not, but. I did bring up the Gettysburg thing and I'm just interested if you agree with me on that or if if you think I'm wrong on that as well.
4: Um what was your co- I'm sorry what was your comment So
1: in and you know Gettysburg it's it's uh, uh, really, uh, the battlefield of Gettysburg and there's some awesome stuff. there, a historic site and there are monuments that were paid for by the veterans of the Confederate, uh, armies and the union armies. And now I'm not saying that because that monuments there, we should be proud of that moment in history. We should be proud of what the Confederacy stood for. And I'm not going to say that, but it is a piece of history at a historic site. Do you think something like that for the historic value should still be up?
4: Well, I have never been to Gettysburg. I'm not sure what kind of information they have, what kind of educational information they have for tourists that come. Um, You know, maybe these things belong in museums. That's where our history belongs.
1: Well, I'll tell you this, CJ. If you have the chance, go to Gettysburg. This is coming from someone who isn't the biggest, uh, wasn't great in history. When I was a kid, I usually fell asleep at, you know, historical sites like that. But I loved Gettysburg. Can't wait to get back to Gettysburg. I think you'd really enjoy it. So that's a, uh, a suggestion from Joe Beamer.
4: Well, if everything could be at Gettysburg, like put them all in one place and educate everybody and learn by our mistakes. I think it would be a good
1: thing. All right, CJ. Always appreciate the call. That CJ in Buffalo opening a line for you at eight oh three oh nine thirty. Star nine thirty. There's the one line open. So get in quickly. Like I said, and I'll say it. I said it to CJ. I said it to Dawn. I'm I'm not going to fake that I'm upset that statues are going down. I just I'm not going to do that. I'm upset the way they're going down. That angry mobs can just go in and take the statues down. You know, it's two at two at night. Just take it down. I know that's not what happened in Buffalo, but that's just part of the conversation. A lot of these statues that have been taken down were said, "Oh, it was an expression of." Uh, uh, freedom of expression and uh, oh they're only supposed to be there for generations when we get back we're going to take all your calls it's Joe Beamer, it's Friday on WBE. We really need new phones
0: T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch
1: Again. tell me doctor where are we going this time is this a theory little Huey Lewis to end the week here at WBEN. Yes. Two more segments. The last half hour, well, 23 minutes of the show. Rush Limbaugh's here to take over at noon asking about statues. Really? I mean, it started with the Christopher Columbus statue going down this morning. Again, that was removed by an agreement with the city and the... I always forget the name. The... Federation of Italian American Societies of Western New York. They had an agreement and now it is in the Federation's uh, possession and they will, uh, they say, they will put it somewhere else to be displayed and that location will be announced at a later time. Uh, But this is what has been going on for the last few months. And again, and I, I hate to stress this, I don't care. Take down every statue. But... When the mob is the ones taking the statues down, when they take it into their control or into their hands and say, "Eh, you know what? We don't like this. Jimmy, tonight, two o'clock, meet me at the statue. We're going to take it down. Well, there's something wrong with that. Okay, do it the right way. Express why you want the statue down. Talk to your elected officials. Again, this all goes back to what I've been talking about for the last two months the need to have conversations, the need to shut up and listen. But we, we're we finding all these distractions instead. We're ripping down statues. We're not talking about why does this statue offend you? What about this statue Not of, is offensive? What about this statue is wrong and why should it be taken down? But we're not having any of these conversations. And like this has been a, a, a going on now 2 or 3 months and no one wants to no one wants to listen. Everyone just wants to talk coming from the guy who's got a full bank of calls and is just talking. But no one wants to listen. And we find all these distractions and then we're not talking about the main point. The main point of racial relations in this country. We're not talking about that because of all these distractions. Ripping down statues is not, uh, is not going to start a conversation. Ripping down statues is not going to erase your history. Again, I'm all for proposing this statue going down and give, laying out reasons why. That would start a conversation. But we're not listening. Everyone's just talking and no one's shutting up to listen to someone else. go to John in Niagara Falls. John, good morning.
5: Hi, good morning, Buzzy. Uh, Congratulations on your year anniversary, by the way.
1: I appreciate it, John. Thank you.
5: So, you know, a statue sitting there of itself is not provocative, okay? Once you tear it down or bring it down or make it a point to do something about it, now it's provocative. So that's all that's happening right now. People are uh, are provoking something to happen. Does change need to happen in this country? Absolutely, 100%. Um, I, 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 the main, main reason I called, I want to go back to the caller Don, who said that the Confederacy were traitors to America. That, that's not, nothing could be further from the truth. It's not like they were selling secrets to the Russians. Okay, these were American men and women, okay, who had a different philosophy than we did in the North. Their philosophy was skewed and wrong, and thankfully we won that that battle, you know, that war. But at the end of the day, these these were American uh, human beings, okay. Um, so. I guess, I guess my point is, you know, she, she seemed to me like a typical triggered liberal, okay? You could hear the anger in her voice. Um, the the statute thing, like you said, I could care less if they take the statues down either. The, the one in, uh, in Columbus Park, though, at 5 o'clock in the morning, I mean, that is – they're giving the other sides, the left, uh, opportunities to protest at any time they want. This was done in secret – just so, because you know as well as I do, if it had been known, let's say a week ahead of time, hey, in a week we're going to tear the statue down, there would have been some backlash. I, I have a feeling there's still going to be some backlash, but if there was uh, uh, some notification, you know that there would have been some protests out there. Could you Do you agree? Uh, yes, of course. Yeah. So that's all. I just want to say that, you know, I, I, I'm, thankful, I'm thankful that America is the... Not racist country that is as much as people say it, they try to highlight it. The people that I'm around are far from racist. I see racism every once in a while. Unfortunately, it gets highlighted in the media. Uh, but I think we're a great country, and, um, and I think we're going to stay out Oh, and I, one more thing before I go. Terry from Texas, th- that guy is, is spot on. We are definitely heading for a civil war. It's going to happen. And I, like he says, he's, he's sick of the foreplay. Let's just get it on and get it over with because we know which side's going to come out on top.
1: right john in niagara falls uh i hope john's wrong that last comment i hope we are not heading towards a civil war um and that just that is in our past you know Uh, again this could all be i'm not saying it could all be resolved that would be a very millennial thing to say could all be resolved if we just hold hands and talk Uh, but you know if we did if we did talk to one another if we did listen but what do people want to do? They just want to play the finger-pointing game. You have, you have one side of the aisle that wants to play the finger-pointing game, and you have another side that just wants to talk, and then you have the small group of mobs who are getting all the attention and getting praise from some elected officials. That's what's going to lead to, as John said, as Terry said, that's what's going to lead to something like a civil war. Now, I don't think that'll happen. I hope it doesn't happen. But when you have Governor Cuomo saying that's a beautiful act of expression, when someone's tearing down statues, just tearing it down, taking it into their own hands. And it all goes back to what I said at the beginning of this segment. It all goes back to everyone just wants to do, everyone just wants to talk, it's like, it's like no matter where you stand, we're all a bunch of kids with our hands on our ears just yelling blah, blah, blah and not listening to the other person talking. Yes, guess what? It's uncomfortable to listen to people you don't agree with. Believe me, I try to do it every Friday when someone will actually call in. It's also not easy to listen to, and this is usually your millennial woke liberals who will just yell at you. And we saw a video like this a month ago. I wish I had saved the audio from it. Will just yell at you. Because you have a a favorable opinion of the president. They won't listen to why you support the policies of the president. They'll just yell. And that's pretty much what all of us are doing. We're yelling and we're not listening. And John said something else that was... um, Uh, About, you know, these were misguided Americans fighting for the Confederacy. Uh, and, And no one knows that better than Joe Biden. Yes, yes, I'm going there. I am going there. No one knows that better than Joe Biden, who, when he was in Congress in 1975, voted to reinstate citizenship to the then dead Robert E. Lee. He voted for that. So no one knows that better than Joe Biden. The fact that that was something being voted on in 1975 when Robert E. Lee was long gone is a different conversation of just wasted legislation in Congress. But it, this all comes back to, and what we have now seen for a while, it's no one wants to talk. Everyone just wants to think they're right. And when you see this mob mentality, when you see these Mobs take this into their own hands, get their own uh, wires and everything, and rip something down. What's stopping them when the next day, at his day, governor is talking about how beautiful that expression was. How that was a beautiful act of expression. Really? That's destruction. Okay? If I go out here right now, let me see, is there something out here I could rip down? Yeah, whatever. The big rock at the beginning of Uniland Complex, and I say, you know what? I don't like this rock here. And I just take it away myself. Is that a freedom of expression? Now, you have the right to protest it. You have the right to propose it being removed. But again, that would take communication. That would take talking to someone who might disagree with you. And if there's anyone out there who can't take an opposing opinion, it is people in my age range. It is the millennials. Yes, I will take that. I'd like to think I'm different. A lot of you would probably disagree. But if there's one group of people who think they're 100% right all the time because they watched Barney and Barney said, hey, you're always right You know, hey, we're all together. And they got a trophy for being in 10th place out of nine teams. I wonder why millennials are so difficult to listen to opposing opinion. I wonder why millennials are the faces of cancel culture. Wow, this conversation's gone in... 18 different directions. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. It's Joe Beamer. It's Friday here on WBEN. It's Joe Beamer with you here on WBEN. Yes, we're talking about statues going down from east to west, north to south. Let's go to someone who shares a name with one of my favorite cigar shops, Virgil in Williamsville. Virgil, good morning. Good morning. What do you got for us, Virgil? Uh, Statues. All right, what do you want to say?
2: They are
3: reminders of our past, whether it be good or bad, and they're there for we don't relive it.
1: That's a good point, uh, Virgil. You definitely want to, uh, it's pieces of history. You don't want to forget your history, and when people who can no longer communicate that history, you would like something to point to, something to learn from.
3: And I think back of the last group that tore down statues and symbols of history the world's hated. It's called ISIS, and it's the same tactic they're using
1: today. All right, Virgil Williamsville, thank you for the call. Let's go to Hamburg and talk to Art. Art, good morning.
3: Hi. Uh, yeah, Say, uh, just at the last call I was getting at, the, um, getting rid of these statues isn't so much about the statues themselves, but erasing the past. These things are largely driven by Marxist organizations. You ever read the book, 1984? You're going to rename all the streets, erase the past, change all the books, whatever. The point is, it's the beginning of us, at the very least, of a social or you know, public civil war. Before the American Civil War, there was a huge political battle and debate, right, over slavery. It came to a head after the election of Lincoln. So anyone thinks it, that it isn't the possibility of this coming civil war, it's, it's very much on the verge I can tell you, one way or the other, whoever gets elected in November, could very well be the trigger that triggers the physical part of that um, civil war.
1: All right, Art in Hamburg, thanks, man. Have a good weekend. All right, just four minutes left, not time to uh, take another call. Here, here's my uh, final thought on the statues, and, and I'm kind of going to repeat myself here, but I just want to make a final statement. Uh, like I said, I couldn't care less if you want to take statues down if you want to leave them up, whatever you want to do. And and that goes for statues that are just sitting in a random roundabout, uh, sitting in front of a random city hall, okay? I'm not going to fake that. That outrages me. Uh, But if you just allow people to go and tear down things they no longer want to see or tear down things for no reason whatsoever, well, then what's next? What's next? I know there's people out there saying, I can't believe he just talked about statues for three hours. But it's just, it starts with statues. What's next? Okay, because there is something next. As a millennial, I'm telling you, you get the power to where you tear down statues enough that certain members of the government, certain members of leadership are saying, well, that's fine, and making excuses for you. Well, then what's next? You'll feel feel the power and you'll find something else you want to be destroyed. As an earlier caller said, maybe they next go through Albright Knox and look at pieces of art and say, well, the person who painted that uh, was married to someone who did this. Or that painting actually meant something else. And then it goes on and on to where we're not talking about statues and we're not talking about art, but we're talking about something more damaging. OK, again, if you think that a statue does not have a place where it is, get a petition, protest it, talk to elected officials. It's not that difficult to do. I know millennials are all about, hey, what can I do right now and be done with in 30 minutes? Believe me, I am one. Um, but it's just a start. A lot of this isn't outrage over statues. It's allowing the mob to just go in and tear down whatever, with no discussion, with no reasoning, just go in there and tear it down. Now, I will do a 180 when I'm talking about Gettysburg, when we're talking about historic sites. Those are the same as a museum, except it happened right there. You are where it happened, and you have these monuments, you have these statues that were paid for by people who actually were in The battle that happened right there, where you're standing. Again, just because it's there doesn't mean you take pride in the monument, or even pride in the people who paid for the monument. But it's a piece of history. It is a very important piece of American history. The lessons America learned. The things America defeated. The beliefs America defeated are important to be taught not only in 2020, but for decades and hundreds of years and centuries down the road. You start removing that, you start removing the lessons learned. That's what I believe. That's my opinion. And 9 to 12 on Fridays, I get to share my opinion. I'd like to thank everyone who tuned in today, everyone who called, everyone who texted in. I love being with you on Fridays Uh, It's, like I said, almost been one year doing this Friday show, and I have fun during the week. Yes, of course, I love working with Sandy and Tony, but I really look forward to being here with you on Friday and being able to talk to you, being able to get your opinion, share my opinion, maybe get a few different thoughts out there that don't agree with me or agree with um, most people who are texting or calling in. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you keep tuning in. Like I said, it it means a lot to me. Even the people who text in how much they hate me, the fact they would take 10 seconds to do that uh, means a lot. And uh, I hope to keep on building from here. And one of those shows that I'm a part of is Hardline. That's Sunday. We will be joined by Monica Wallace and others. So make sure you tune in to Brenda and I this Sunday starting at 10 a.m. Buffalo, have a great weekend. You know I love you. Be safe. We'll talk to you Sunday here on WBEN.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
4: It's